Yeah, Linda Skeens, you are some sort of a phenom here. Um, your your book is Blue Ribbon Kitchen, and I can't think of anybody uh, more um, qualified to write about Blue Ribbon Kitchens than you. Uh, how many Blue Ribbons do you have in your collection? I have over 1,500 right now. <laughs> I find that hard to believe. <laughs> I've got um, a box full. We took them to Alabama when we went up to film for my cookbook, and they spread them out on the floor and took pictures of them, and it took them like hours. <laughs> oh, amazing. You, you, you're almost as famous as Joey Chestnut. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I have this a love of these um, of these fairs, state fairs. Um, I, I went to one in Indiana, and and I dropped a, a wooden um, a ring over the the neck of some kind of a coke bottle or something, and I got oh, an my. enormous stuffed dog. <laughs> oh my goodness. No, I'm not good at that stuff. I've tried well, it. No, I'm not that well, good at I was, it. I wasn't any good at it. I mean, they were using me uh, as an advertisement, walking around holding oh, this okay. gigantic stuffed animal. <laughs> so they wanted you definitely to win, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, And then I became very popular with my friends who had children because um, I, I, I had to select one to give the dog to. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah, that would be, I've got six grandkids and two great-grandkids. That would be a hard decision. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's tough. Uh, this one also was the chartreuse, bright, you know, chartreuse with big mm. polka dots all over it. It was something. <laughs> I still miss oh, that dog. <laughs> yeah, that sounds but, like a pretty colorful one. <laughs> it was wonderful. Now, um, tell us about this cookbook. I mean, let's start with saying you are certainly right on trend here. Um, people are hungry for uh, these classic um, comfort foods, uh, easy to do recipes. Um, how did you select them? You have so many different recipes since you've been developing this. If, tell, tell us when did you start and how did you start entering these state fairs? Well, I started cooking when I got married almost 59 years ago. I wasn't a good cook. I wasn't interested in it because I was only 16. I was just wanting to get married. But anyway, I learned to cook. <laughs> and I've just practiced over the years and gotten better. And when I go to pick them out, like the ones they tell me to pick out my favorite hundred for the cookbook, and then they would go from there. And it took a while because I had so many that my favorites it took me a while but i wanted recipes that would be good that would be easy to make and be simple yeah now and when you started out i think you understated that when you said you weren't good apparently all you could do is make sandwiches for your poor That's husband pretty much it. And, yes. and your brother was it your brother who told you how awful they were <laughs> oh yeah that was my baby brother he lives in indiana he's the only brother i have left right now but now he likes my cooking now. Okay, good, well, good, good. sure. And you've mm-hmm. come a long way here. Uh, um, you've got that right. A long way. <laughs> <laughs> so you haven't lost any enthusiasm for 
I mean, it doesn't get to be repetitive going through this process, making these foods. No, so no because tomorrow, tomorrow I'm actually having two book signings, cooks and book things, one at Ivy and one in a little town in St. Paul. I'm making two kinds of fudge and two kinds of cookies for that for samples to give out. So, no, I don't get tired of it. Oh, great. So what what is your specialty? Baking? Uh, well, yeah, I love baking. I like baking better than cooking, but I like cooking too. But I love to bake cakes, candies, stuff like that. And I like to try them out on my family and friends. And I get a lot of ideas for the fair. If they say something's really, really good, you should put it in a fair. Usually I go with it and try it. Yeah, well, your opening photo is fudge. Is it fudge? My peanut little, butter fudge is, that's my husband's pe- favorite, yes. Yeah, that looks bad. My husband hates peanut butter, so I wouldn't give him that, but um, they <laughs> sure look good. In fact, all the, the photographs look great. And, and one thing that's really wonderful about this book is you uh, intersperse photographs, uh, old photographs of your family and events, and, and with the photographs mm-hmm. of your food, and, and your experiences. I mean, you really bring it all home, don't you? Yeah, I put I put my heart and soul in it. I wanted it to be something I could leave my children and grandkids. I wrote the poems myself. I picked out all the pictures and the crafts that I did that they put in there, and they helped me gather it all together. And I think they've done a wonderful job the way they presented it. It's, they matched up poems with foods. And time, oh, yeah. special like Paul, and I thought they'd done really good with it. Yeah, and they added because you don't just do food; you do crafts as well. And and mm-hmm. some of the pictures pair up your crafts with the uh, the recipes. Mm-hmm. Like I'm looking at one with a quilt. Yes, and they said they wanted it to be a legacy for me, and they did a wonderful job. I got to go to Alabama and spend four days, my husband and Kathy and I. And we got to watch them film my, make my foods and film it. And I had a part in it, and I really enjoyed it. But, you have a lot of tips for people, Just, I mean, not just for entering contests and state fairs, but for cooking in general. Um, I, I think you think people need a lot of help, don't you? Yeah, and you know, I cooked for years at my church, like for general dinners or potlucks or fundraisers. I've just cooked everywhere. I was a cook at my school for, a, you know, a period of several years. And oh. I've always loved cooking for the fairs and just Christmas especially. I go all out at Christmas Eve. Oh, yes. That was big in my family too. Mm-hmm. So, what's the, so what's the Christmas Eve menu? What's the what did he say? I'm what's sorry. The, what's the, what's the Christmas Eve menu? I mean, what, my, what's your favorite thing to serve on Christmas my, Eve? My, my mother used to cook. My favorite thing Eve. at Christmas. Yeah. Christmas Eve. It's the favorite thing to make at Christmas. Mm, that would yeah. be hard, because everyone in my family will tell you one of them likes the chicken salad, one likes the sausage rolls, <laughs> one likes the jalapeno peppers, and each one of them has a favorite fudge. So. What I do, I just make a variety. I make about six kinds of fudge, six kinds of cookies, 
I make all of the other things, cheese balls, homemade chicken salad, sausage balls. I do it all, and then everybody gets something that they like that way. You know, um, we're going to a big neighborhood party on Sunday, and it's going to be potluck. Now, I'm not a baker. I'm just not a baker, but it seemed simpler for me to carry to this neighborhood thing um, cookies. So I said I'd make cookies. Which of your cookie recipes should I make? If you're going to make cookies, mm, I'd like the oatmeal We've got 50 favorite. people. Oatmeal. Yeah, they're okay. my favorite, oatmeal. Am I going to be able to do that? Is it complicated? And they're easy. They are. Oh, good. But like I said, the, most of my stuff in there is easy to make. And I, I like it. When I first started cooking, I, could, I would try to cook, watch TV shows and things, and they would have ingredients <laughs> somewhere that I'd never heard of. Couldn't find. I didn't have the fancy equipment they did, and I thought, well, I'm just going to have to learn to do it. My mom cooked on a cook stove. I don't know what that is. It, it was not an electric range. She cooked in an iron skillet on that stove, and she had some of the best food you ever eat. And so I just got back to the simple stuff, basically. Right. Now tell us about you have um, things in here such as, Picture, like a, a graphics of your blue ribbon, and you have blue ribbon tips. And then you have another thing. Um, throughout this book, you'll see a blue ribbon symbol. They're different? And that means that I want a blue ribbon with it, the way they did that, yes. Okay. And you know, I don't know if you noticed in my book, like my chow chow was dedicated to one of my friends, best friends that I lost to cancer. Every year he would want a jar of that, and I put his picture in there. And I tried, I did a dedication to my bro, my late brother. He, the blackberry jam was his favorite. He used to tell me, Smucker's jam don't have anything on you, sister. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was his um, favorite. He would tell me that. Yeah, well, you have a lot of blue ribbons. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh. How do you keep these blue ribbons? Where, where do you keep them? I've got them in a big, like a tote. Just got them stacked up together. And because uh, there's no way somebody said, somebody asked me, have you ever tried to put them up? I said, well, I'd have to have four walls probably. <laughs> and I don't have four walls right now. <laughs> and then I've been, I've been asked if I broke the Guinness World Book of Records. Some guy asked me the other day that I did an interview with. I said, well, you know, I really don't know. And he said he might check into it. He said he would almost bet that I have. But I told him I had no idea. Right. Well, that's, that, 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 that in and of itself is a very interesting thing. I, I don't know if you know this on after of absolutely nothing, but the people who established it were twins. Now, I'm not hearing him as good as I am you. Oh, well, uh, that's because that's I Maybe speak softly and carry time. a big stick. He's, uh, he's an English accent. He's from the U.K., no, That's well, I can do it, you know, but it's just, he's just not as coming in as good as you are for some reason. No, he doesn't talk very loud. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so who were twins? Rabbit? Talk, let him talk, huh? <laughs> the, 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 yeah. Tell me who were, tell were, me, were, I don't know about twins. There were, there were, there were two guys, and they, they were actually originally, I think, sports reporters on radio, but they came up with the concept 
of the Guinness Book of World Records, and they and they ran it, and they're still going. I mean, the, the, the twins are gone now. They're 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 with the Lord making whatever they're making up there. But in the, in the meantime, the Guinness Company keeps on going because it's it's such it's it's such a cool thing, I guess, when you think about it. Yeah, I mean, uh, do they have a category for for state fair blue ribbons? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they would. I'm sure they would create one j- just in honor of our <laughs> guest. Yeah, what do you think, Linda? I think it'd be good if we could figure it out. Yes, <laughs> I'm curious because I've had, believe it or not, I've had about six people in interviews ask me that, and I, I've told them that I have no way of knowing. You know. Well, I don't know anybody else who's won that many blue ribbons. <laughs> and I talk to a lot of people. Yeah. So you should well, look into it. And it's Kathy, um, look into it for your mother. Mm-hmm. Um, I've enjoyed doing it for years. I, I really do enjoy it more than anything. All right. Um, now, a lot of these recipes are go-to recipes. Um, th- which means that that's exactly what people want in a cookbook these days. Mm-hmm. Ever since the um, the uh, pandemic and people starting to cook at home, um, this category of homey, home-style, easy-to-execute and flavorful recipes and dishes have come to the top. So that's a real wave. I don't know that, um, I mean, the, the celebrity chefs, nobody could ever cook out of their books. This is a cookbook everybody could cook out of, right? I've had a lot of people tell me that, and a lot of people spot my book told me that they've actually been trying my recipes, picking out which ones they want to do first, and how much they like the ones that they did try. So I know people are actually using it because they're telling me they are. So that makes me well, so good. Yeah. I'm sure. But, but you're a multi-talented person. I mean, um, you also write poetry. You do I crafts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do. So, yeah, so people get extra benefit when they, when they buy your cookbook because you, you have your poetry interspersed with your recipes. Tell mm-hmm. us your, about your love of poetry. I just started doing it a long time ago. Just I would be sitting and look at something and sit and write a poem about it, and nobody ever really paid any attention to it. But when I showed it to Anna, the girl from the cookbook place, she really liked them, and she wanted to include them in my book. She thought they were nice. Uh-huh. So, and and um, you, you also um, have a, a lot of good spiritual um, insight in your book as well. That's part of your yes. whole persona right yes because i'm dealing with leukemia right now i have i've been on a chemo pill for 19 months and i'm in first stage remission so i know i've read that had a hand in in my life well i've read that too and yeah and i thought what what a brave person you are putting it all out there so everybody knows um, hey, you, it, you know, you can't get scary. too much prayer. I believe in that with all my heart and soul, and I, I appreciate all the people that have said a prayer, and I like to share that and maybe encourage somebody else that's going through this, you know. 
Yeah. Um, you can't really ask a person um, what their favorite recipes are, but can you tell us like the recipes most people, more people ask you about in this book? I mean, what's now? I'm going to skip your. I'm going to skip your fried catfish because I never knew anything about catfish until I moved to to uh, Indiana, and then I tried a a restaurant where you could have, oh, you could eat catfish for a small amount of money, and they made a lot of money off of me because I hated. (laughs) You didn't. Now, my my husband would. They wouldn't make much off of him because he loves it. He would actually eat it. I, a lot of people ask me about my fudges and desserts, but then, like my Mexican cornbread and taco soup, I have got a lot of people tell me that it's some of the best cornbread. I got best in show with it at the fair this year, and I always win a blue ribbon with it. When, which one is that? The Mexican cornbread that's in there. Oh, yeah. Tell us, what, it is the, so tell us about that one. I'm trying to find it in the book. I don't have the page. Uh, you yeah. know, you mentioned that was popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why do you think it's? I don't know. It's just real moist, and it's just good enough you can eat it by itself. We go to a car show. We have a '69 Roadrunner. I love to go to car shows with my right, husband. Right, I saw. I saw that in the book. <laughs> we go you, every you, year to the Brakes Brakes Park. You have a, must, and, you have a Mustang, right? Yeah. Well, we saw the Mustang. Got me a Roadrunner oh, back because I'm a I'm a Mopar girl. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, well, you know, another thing that you're on on trend for is, I mean, you have, I'm looking at this section on Appalachian living, and mm-hmm. I, all of a sudden I've started seeing more cookbooks and more writings about Appalachian living and Appalachian food, uh, and it's, it's a real trend too, isn't it? I think so, yeah. Huh. So um, I, I guess there's something that's sort of an indelible identity, isn't it? I mean, if you're from Appalachia, you're sort of set apart as somebody with a special style and culture, right? Yeah, I was born in a small coal mining town. My dad was a coal miner and had seven kids, him and my mom. And I was raised on stuff like that. My mom can she would can 200 cans of stuff easy every year. Everything, you didn't run to the store. You couldn't run to the store every day. And so she depended on stuff like that to cook our meals and make sure that we was fed. And I was raised on food like this, so it's it's good stuff. <laughs> right. And you, you, you aren't afraid in this book to share a lot of personal information. I'm looking at that section called Friends and Family. How do you go about writing about such personal stuff? Well, I've kept a personal diary for 40 years, and I can go back and tell you what I did 40 years ago in that diary. Wow, that's, and you I've need a lot of discipline for that. I love doing that, and it just helps me, and writing just helps me. And doing crafts, I've made all of my kids and grandkids their own personal quilt for me that they can keep and I just like doing stuff like that I don't know I'm I'm just like to be busy like day before yesterday I made six pints of corn relish it's in my cookbook 
And I'm going to put a jar of that in the fair coming up in September. Oh, that's great. Is is the word out in your neighborhood? Don't don't bother to enter. Because <laughs> the prize is already spoken for. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and and yeah. like the section. Yeah, are, are you feared by competitors? Yeah. And the section in there about my car club friends, uh, the cookbook people came down and filmed us with their old cars and had a picnic for us down by the lake, and it was so nice. And we go to car shows. We've made a lot of good friends. And I love playing spades. Have you ever played spades, the card game? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, sure. I love to win, and me and my best friend play my <laughs> husband and her husband. <laughs> you, you, and I like to win. You should take up bridge, my 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 sister took up bridge seriously well into her early 80s and you would you would have, you would have a whole lot of fun with that i yeah, probably she, would yeah she travels and, and they have you know, the competitions and stuff uh, my husband's trying to teach me how to play poker right now we i love to watch those poker tournaments on tv i'm not go. as good as he is but i'm learning uh, yeah, my mother was a big poker fan, and we used to have poker parties all the time. Oh, my husband's great at it. He used to win money play. He played for money, but I'm not that good. I'm just learning. So, yeah. So no, it's it's funny, but um, my mother, if you looked at her, she was really um, I can't say prim, but she was. You know, she was always appropriately dressed and conservative, mm-hmm. but she was a gambler, <laughs> a terrible gambler. <laughs> I had to, go, like I had to take her to, yeah, I, I took her to Las Vegas this one year mm-hmm. when she was really sick. It was her last trip to, to Las Vegas. And boy, I couldn't, she was happy as anything. And it was so nice. I felt so good for doing that. But she was in her element. And she wouldn't. She wouldn't let up. I mean, if we were playing the slots, we had to play the max. She wouldn't do any cheapo stuff. Hey, <laughs> no, no, that like reminded you. me. Kathy like took you. me to Harrods Casino, in North Carolina, for my birthday year before last. All right. And I got so enthused in it and into it, I wouldn't even talk to her while we were there. <laughs> <laughs> I had a good time. I'll tell you. <laughs> On, oh. on, the, on the subject of awards, I had a special award that I gave to Anne's mother. It was called the Frequent Mother-in-Law Award, and she <laughs> and, and she won it oh, two goodness. times a year. <laughs> she had now I like to, and I love to watch uh, game shows. I I haven't missed a Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy since they've been on TV. I love game shows. Love to come, you know, play with them, watch them. Good. But what, I'm going to have to ask you this. I wasn't going to, but I'm going to have to ask you this. What do you think of this competitive eating stuff that goes on at the state fairs, and particularly the one on 4th of July at Coney Island? What do I think about the state fairs? No, the uh, the eating contest, the extreme eaters. I read an article. Oh. They train like athletes. I think it's oh, disgusting. <laughs> I don't think I would... No, that right there is not my cup of tea because I would probably get sick on them. I, can't, I don't know how they eat all that food like that. Uh-huh. 
If they can, no. that's great, but it's not for me. <laughs> yeah, well, some of them are a little too. I mean, they've made a science of mm-hmm. this. I, I think it's kind of disgusting, but oh well. All right, um, let's let's say um, again. It's Linda Skeens, is it Skeens? Mm-hmm. It's Skeens, not Skeens, Skeens, and the book is Blue Ribbon Kitchen, and it's recipes and tips from America's favorite country county fair champion and she has won so many um, blue ribbons that we're thinking she needs to go into the um, Guinness Book of Records for winning these. And good luck to you and with your book tour, Linda. You must be having a ball. And, oh, I am. Um, I'm, I'm having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm having a great time talking to you. And um, I'm well, going to have to make your cookies for, for Sunday. Well, I hope they turn out good. I believe they will. And you, I appreciate you guys having me and talking to me today, okay? Okay. Yeah, we, wish, we, we wish you well. Thank you so much, Linda. And thank Kathy, you. too. Kathy, thank you. All right, I'll tell Kathy. Thank you, honey. You have a great <laughs> day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Podcasting services for On The Menu Radio are provided by ASP Station, www.aspstation.net. Oh, yes, and here, this seems like forever we've been trying to get a hold of you, too, because you're... You're uh, running around all over the country to your various stores. Uh, listeners, we're, we're going to be talking to uh, Lauren Berger and Marla Felton. Um, their, their company, uh, the corporate entity, is Get Real Foods, and they've launched um, what we were talking about today, uh, Get Real Cookies. Uh, and we're anxious to find out all about that. Um, you're having a wonderful time, you two, aren't you? Yes, this is Lauren. We are having a great time because Marla and I have been the closest of friends for over 20 years. And we actually met when our daughters were 16 months old, and they're now both about to be 24. And so we get together often as friends, as families. We have a great time together. Now, one of you um, has a a child with um, some sensitivities, food sensitivities, right? Sure. Hi, this is Marla. Um, Both of us in our families have some food sensitivities or have various people with allergies. And what we were finding was that we needed a cookie. We couldn't find a dessert that fit every person's dietary needs that actually tasted good and was worth eating. So we decided we needed to make one ourselves that fit everyone's needs. And we also wanted to make sure that when people have a food sensitivity or an allergy that they didn't feel alone, that there was a cookie that everyone in the family could eat and that didn't make them feel like they were eating something that was special and not as good as um, some just good old-fashioned cookies, homemade cookies. And I mean, you... you advertise your product as gluten-free, but it's a lot more than just that. Tell us what some of the, um, uh, some of the, the qualities, the distinctions of your company. Organic, go ahead. Yeah, sure. This is Lauren. Um, not only are our cookies gluten-free, but they're also grain-free, all plant-based, vegan. There's no dairy, no corn, no soy, no eggs. 
But what makes them so delicious and so special is actually what's in them. They are made with almond flour and coconut flour and sweetened with natural pure maple syrup. And so that's what makes them taste so delicious. Now, you developed that, that um, formula yourself, didn't you? Yes, we actually developed it during COVID where we were home and we decided we were going to start this, this business because we couldn't find a cookie that we wanted to eat. And so we basically baked in each other's homes and went back and forth sending our new baking recipe to each other's families. And we had a whole taste testing team of friends, families, cousins, grandparents <laughs> that we would send the cookies to and ask for feedback. And there were, of this taste testing team, which was probably about 20 or so people, we had people who had food sensitivities and those who did not have food sensitivities. And when everyone liked the cookies, that's when we knew we had a great formula. (laughs) Now, how long did all this take? It took quite a while. We've been baking, actually, these cookies at home for quite a while, but we really stepped up the the baking process during COVID because we were home and we had time to do it. Um, So it's it's been probably several years in the making. Yeah, COVID has a lot of bad things. COVID has a lot of bad things to a lot of people. But it also, what I find, the more we interview people, it was a great spur to creativity for people who, with an entrepreneur, entrepreneurial spirit, <laughs> the time to do something. Definitely. Yeah, well, I remember, this is Marla. We went back and forth, and not only did we come up with the recipes, but we used that time to be creative and come up with creative packaging, um, especially during COVID, which was such a hard time for so many people. Um, we wanted the cookies to not just make people feel good when they ate them, but we wanted our packaging to also give people a smile. So if you see our packages, we each flavor features a different yoga bear, so a bear doing a different yoga pose to demonstrate healthy balance, that everyone can eat healthy um, and we can eat healthy and also have things taste delicious. Um, But we do hope that when people see our packages on the shelf, which are colorful, um, that it makes them smile. Yeah, I was just going to bring up the packaging, which really stands out and sets you aside. Here's here's I'm looking at one that's a bear doing yoga, doing um what is that where you rock back and forth, holding onto your feet. What's it called? It's um, the bow pose, warrior, or or <laughs> yeah, I, or tree pose. <laughs> no, I I used to teach yoga. I can't remember. <laughs> oh really? Um, Maybe it's floor, yeah. It's the bow pose. With the the cookies on its nose on the on the bear's yeah, nose. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Now, there's, now there's, something, there's something else that birds, the, the, the bears do in the woods besides eating your cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I never understood that. <laughs> did, 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 well, we did, wanted did to bring. Did you worry at all about of, that? Is why? No, well, we uh, we wanted to bring that feeling of nature and the outdoors to the package because all the ingredients were really sourced very carefully and we put a tremendous amount of research into finding the right ingredients to use and even when it comes to almond flour just like regular baking flour that there's so many varieties and so many ways the flour is cut almond flour as well 
um, the, the fineness and the texture of the almond flour makes a difference to the baking process. So we really, we wanted to get the most natural, healthy um, ingredients to make the cookies taste as good as they possibly could. So we're, we're very selective about the ingredients, and we wanted to make sure we brought that natural, wholesome feeling to our packaging. So it wasn't, it wasn't just almond flour. It was really special. We, we tested this time and time and again to figure out whether it was actually the best. Exactly. Yeah, we, did, we tested almond flour from different mills and different types and levels of, of maple syrup because you could have lighter or darker maple syrup, and they all affect the outcome during the baking process. Now, um, both of you had other um, interests and, and life experiences before you focused in on these cookies. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, let's start with um, uh, Marla, because you have sure, yes, a lot I of credentials a... here. Oh, well, I was a, an attorney by training, and so I worked as an attorney for many years, and uh, then I raised my family, and I also started a nonprofit um, where I have worked for the last 10 years as well. Um, but, you know, th- this opportunity arose when Lauren and I saw this need in the marketplace, and so I think we really, um, we both come with different skill sets, and I, through my time as an attorney, um, love research. And so I love being able to research and help figure out what are the best ingredients and uh, looking at the market and looking how we're competing. Um, so I use a lot of my lawyer skills. Um, also looking through our contracts and all of our negotiations. Um, so being a lawyer definitely comes, <laughs> comes in handy. I was per- perfectly normal to go from being a lawyer to being, making cookies. Exactly. Well, there's a lot of, you know, we're baking, but there's a big business aspect to it and um, certainly research. And so I was a litigator and I researched all the time. Also, um, you know, as you mentioned, I had a daughter who has health issues. So I became a medical researcher for a long time, um, trying to get a diagnosis for her. So I find that the skills that I've really honed through being a lawyer, which are research-based and really just critical thinking we use on a daily basis in the management of our company. It's, it's really funny. Let me just mention one peculiar thing here. You probably know the name Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers grew up and spent his career here, here in Pittsburgh. But I remember being... A little, a little taken aback when talking to someone who actually knew Fred quite well. He, he said, can you imagine how difficult it is negotiating a contract with Mr. Rogers? Wow, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I bet he was a, a good negotiator because he's someone who is a consensus builder, right, and bringing everyone yes, together. Yes. Well, the right. funny, funny part about it is one of my travels when Anne was with me. I was flying back from Florida to Pittsburgh, and who should be sitting in the next seat to me but Fred Rogers. And he, wow. engaged, he, he engaged me in conversation the entire flight from, from Miami to Pittsburgh, and he, he, was, he was so, it would appear, would appear from his conversation that he was so fascinated by what, what it is that I had done this and such and so and so 
when I'm sure he wouldn't have been the slightest bit interested if he'd, if he'd really known what it was about. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's, he's like, what you see is what you get. Because I, I was a restaurant critic for um, a magazine and that uh, was under the same umbrella as his TV program. And I got to ride the elevator with him, and he didn't change. I mean, he, he, what you saw is what you got, and that's, that's what I always think that, about. Not an authentic person. And the same is true with your cookies now. Let's get back to these cookies. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and we, we tend to wander in conversation, so we're going to back <laughs> when you need to. Um, how many different cookies do you make? Uh, we have three flavors, chocolate chip, peanut butter chocolate chip, and lemon blueberry. Depending on the time of day, we pick up, we have a different favorite depending on what, what time of day it is. The lemon blueberry is great for breakfast because it tastes like a blueberry muffin. And they come mm-hmm. in two different varieties, so a large single-serve cookie or we have pouches that are shareable of mini cookies called cookie poppers. And that's yeah, I like those, by the way, because, I mean, sometimes you just want a little something, and it was just perfect. Exactly. Size-wise. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, I mean, I, 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 the, the large ones were a bit more from, too, too much for me, but um, uh-huh. other people would love them. I know, I mean, the people who don't, can't get enough of a cookie. Uh, cookies <laughs> seem to have, be in kind of their heyday all of a sudden. Have you well, who doesn't that? like a cookie? What? I said, who doesn't like cookies? Yeah, I mean, I guess so. I mean, but they just seem yeah. to be on everybody's to-do list making cookies, which leads me to my next question: Is you picked the field where the competition is so tight? <laughs> you couldn't have picked a more competitive um, niche in, in the uh, especially food market. Yeah, this yes, is I think our cookies definitely stand out from the crowd, um, again, because they're gluten-free and grain-free, all plant-based, and as opposed to a lot of cookies on the market that are marketed as healthy, and I think a lot of people think of gluten-free cookies as healthy, but often if you look at the ingredients, they're not healthy. There's a lot of sneaky substitutes in there, um, a lot of fillers, a lot of sugar. Mm-hmm. And the, I think the biggest differentiation between real cookies and other products that are out there, because there are a large number of products out there now, is taste. And if you're going to eat a cookie, it should taste fantastic. And so that was really our primary goal, to make a cookie that had all these healthy attributes but actually tasted great. And I think that's the biggest thing that sets us apart. And actually, we were awarded Best Cookie by Good Housekeeping two years in a row. And we actually just launched our brand two years ago. So we were really excited about that. Uh, we oh, also yeah. won Cookie of the Year by Prevention. Wow. Well, then that, that's something right there. My mother used to swear by that magazine. <laughs> so I was reading that from my childhood. Um, right. What is your most popular flavor and, and style? Um, the most pop, I think they're chocolate chip and peanut butter chocolate chip are probably the bigger sellers, but they're they're very close in in sales because they're all a little bit different, and depending again on the time of day or your palate, people really just go for you know all of them. Um, so. 
they're all I think they're all winners. Now, I mean, what market um, are you going after? I mean, how are you uh, how are you making these um, available, and what's your uh, market strategy? Well, we're going through grocery. Um, so we are actually just got into Sprouts into 400 of their stores, and we're deal. also in yeah, and we're also in CVS nationwide in about 1,500 of their stores. And really? Fresh Direct. Yeah, in the Northeast we're in Fresh Direct in DeChico's. Um, in the Midwest we're in Festival in Brookhaven and Sendix, and we're also on Amazon. So we are slowly, you know, trying to make these wonderful cookies available to people nationwide. We're right. also in some, ski, in some ski resorts and some hotel mini bars as well. Yeah, you, you're not doing like health centers or gyms or anything. They are in some gyms and also some health centers as well. Um, people have them in some doctor's offices, and they're in the con in convenience as well. We're um, going to be in another convenience um, chain called Come and Go. But I think they're great for yoga studios or gyms, um, hotels, ski resorts, um, anywhere people are on the go and wanting a healthy snack. Right. Um, now, do you sell online as well? We do. Yes. We sell through our website and also through Amazon. And we're also oh, right. another Amazon. thing that's real. Yeah. yeah, and another thing that's very important to us is, you know, we're making products that and that are very healthy. But food education is also a very important um, program for us, and very important to educate young people. So. That is a yeah, core you value. do a lot of with, consulting, right? Yeah, we yes, when Marla we, does we actually, consulting. Right. Well, with um, yeah, our my um, Lauren. Go ahead. No, yeah, Lauren's background is in um, new product marketing, so Lauren can talk to that a, a bit. <laughs> yeah, but we've been working with local elementary schools and the YMCA, and we created a curriculum to help kids learn how to read nutrition labels and how to find out where their food comes from when they go to a grocery store. And that's been very rewarding for us because we think that kids should know what they're eating and where their food comes from. Oh, yeah. From. I mean, it's, it's appalling that, that the, not, lots of adults, too, have no <laughs> idea what, how to read a label or what to, to look for. I mean, it's, it's, it's right. amazing to me. Yeah, um, and when I mean, you were asking about competition, when you look at the back of the label and actually read the ingredients that are in so many of the products that are out there, there are so many hidden ingredients and like tapioca starch and different kinds of glucose that have different names. And so we want to make people aware of what to look for, especially when you're kids, what to look for um, a product or, or food colors that might not be good for you. So we just want to give the tools to children to be able to understand and know how to find where these ingredients are. No, I mean, I, when uh, our grandchildren were small, and uh, I, I visited them, and they had uh, the, this thing of papers, instructions, and, and dietary guidelines and whatnot on the refrigerator. It was huge. I don't know how many pages it was. 
And I said, you know, this is why, this is why these kids are all growing up and having allergies. I mean, it was all this, this finally come out that it's wrong. It's just the wrong approach to say, don't give any peanuts to kids under age two. Don't give them any fish, you know, until they're three years old. I mean, this is, and then dump it all on them. I think it's, it's it's stupid. I've never seen anything quite like it. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's true. They I think it's about thirty percent of the US population um are eating a gluten free diet now. And it's yeah. expected to grow by almost ten percent over the next seven years. It's a but, yeah, know, a huge you, number of people. If you really want to be successful though, um you should have a little tagline on the product saying, um Side effects may cause weight loss. <laughs> that would be a good one. When when I saw that on that that diabetic um, medicine, <laughs> diabetes oh. medication, I said that's the secret. And sure enough, I mean, all these people I know <laughs> who have not uh, even an ounce of diabetic anything are onto all that what is that stuff called? I even forget now there are three of them. But um yeah, because because of the weight loss. They even do injections of it. It's not even a pill yet. I've you heard know what of I'm that, talking yeah. about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean they're running out and the people with diabetes can't even get a hold of it because the production <laughs> isn't large enough. Well, so what's next on your horizon? I wanted to ask you, um you're Corporate overall identification is much broader than cookies. Does that imply that you're, you have other directions you're going to expand into? Your corporate identity is get real foods, plural. So what does that imply? Well, right now, companies two years ago, we are focusing on cookies and the cookies that we currently have in the marketplace, the cookie poppers and chocolate chip, peanut butter, chocolate chip, and lemon blueberry. But over the next two years, we are already working on some new fantastic flavors that we will hopefully be able to announce in the next six to eight months. Um, But we're also working on a cookbook and some other line extensions down the road. But too early to announce what those might be. Yeah, there are some good cookbooks out there for... Um, for using these alternate uh, um, ingredients like alternate flours because it's, mm-hmm. it's a little tricky if you're baking particularly. It is. Yeah, it we're is. often on a show, um, Great Day Connecticut, where we healthify desserts that typically aren't healthy. And so we give all sorts of options about how to cook um, in the same way that we make our cookies. And a lot of those recipes are also on our website. So if people want to see some options for holiday, different recipes, seasonal recipes that are maybe traditionally not so healthy, we have healthy versions. And that's at www.realcookiesco.com. So we have a whole section with recipes. Okay. Um, Listeners, did you get that? It's real, R-E-A-L-C-O-O-K-I-E-S co dot com and uh, check it out and and you too I wish you continuing success you've done a great job great thank, thank you. you so much it's been a pleasure to speak to you both.
Yeah, it's been fun talking to you, too. And resume your travels now. I'm lucky we got to talk to you. You're, you're on the go so Thank much. you for having us. Thank, <laughs> Thank you. you for being here. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.